The jail booth became a confessional, full of admitted sins, forgiveness, and answered prayers. In the midst of his ramblings about how and why he could do better, I heard myself mumble, brother, we need you. What's up, what's up? We back. This is the Black Man Live After Flow. Let's clap our hands, brothers. We are in Columbus, Georgia, y'all. Man, we are just coming out of a powerful, powerful Black Man Lab here in Columbus. What a beautiful space. Brothers coming in from all different walks of life, giving love, showing love, connecting. We got some young ones. Yes, sir. Joseph Davis coming from Columbus, Georgia, baby. On time, baby. We gonna put it all for y'all, man. We young boys for the black community, you feel me? And I feel like, you know, coming together. So we, we coming together, and I'm feeling the positivity in her already. So y'all, we kicking it with Mr. Davis. I'm gonna hand it over to her. Yeah. Oh, man, give me some. <laughs> <laughs> we it, man. For your job. Look, man, this brother here, let me tell y'all something real quick. You all know we don't do any social media in the Black Man Lab because it's a safe and sacred space. I ain't gonna need my follow though. Uh, but yeah. we gonna give you yours. Well, you gonna give uh, me my follow. So, I, so I, want, I want y'all to understand something. This young brother spoke his truth in that space and it brought black men together. Broke down all kind of barriers. Cause some brother said, you know, I had been beefing with you and I had been beefing with you, but we deaded all of that. Why? Because young brother said, Essentially, I need that black man love, and he got that black man. Did you get the black man lab love tonight, bro? I got so much positivity. I ain't felt that since church, was it? Young, yes. young church vibe. Young I ain't church. felt that in a minute. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> felt that in a minute. Brother, it was soul brother, touching. We need you. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, 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 guess what? We youngsters need you too. You feel me? Hey. You might have a co host. Hey, I'm telling you. So, look, you've said your name. What school you go to? I go to Arnold. Magnet Academy. And what oh, year? How? What grade are you in? I'm in the eighth grade. Eighth grade, man. We're gonna bring a couple of other brothers in. Um, tell them who you are and um, what you do and how you do what you do. Yes, sir. Well, first of all, Mr. Davis, I wanna thank you for bringing the Black Man Lab to Columbus, Georgia. Uh, you know, there are some people that say we're 100 miles from Atlanta, but we're 100 years behind Atlanta. For Columbus to be the second largest city in the state of Georgia, there are some things that we lack behind. And, but we are striving every day to get there. Um, I'm attorney Teddy Reese. I uh, practice here in Columbus, Georgia. I'm also state representative elect, representing um, state district house 140. And tonight was beautiful for me because here historically, we have had a challenge with black men coming together, dropping beef, dropping issues, putting it all on the table and thinking about the future of young men like this one here. So I think today a new path was set for yes, something sir. magical happened here tonight mm. that only history will be able to reflect. Yes, sir. But I felt it and yes, I know sir. it's going to happen. Well, it's we're done. glad you're here, brother. We're glad you're here. My brother, yeah, give, give, break it down for him. Tell yes, him, tell him who you are, chef. I'm Jerome Lawson, man. I'm a self-proclaimed entrepreneur. I'm a businessman. I'm a community activist. I got a food truck called Twist Skillet. Uh, I did 10 years in prison from 16 to 26, and while in there, I just filled my tool bag up with the necessary things to come out here and be a construct to my society, man, uh -huh. and give back. So, you know, while I've been out, you know, I'm 40 years old now. I got a full pardon, you know, mm. um, from the state. 
I just got investigated to get my gun rights back. Yes, sir. So I, I and what I advocate is I try to show people that come from my background that there are incentives to change. Mm. You don't have to live up under the banner of being an ex-offender or a felon or inmate. Yes, sir. If you see yourself worthy enough to live above that norm. And um, one of the things that we are missing is a voice for the ex-offenders. Mm. The biggest population of black men that we deal with in Columbus as far as the contributors to that particular population is ex-offender-based black men. Yes, sir. We got a big list in population for that. And you got like, you got LGBT rights. You got rights for uh, the Black Lives Matter. You have rights and groups all over. Yes, sir. But a voice for the ex-offender, true voice for the ex-offender, we don't have that because we've been convinced to see them as criminals and not actually people. Brother. Citizens. I, man, at first, man, number love. Thank you. The, the, just hearing you speak in the lab, and again, one of the things that we think is powerful about the Black Man Lab is that brothers can be authentically who they are because we don't do the social media. We don't, it ain't for no clout. It's just, bruh, I'm, authentic. it's authentic. 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 I am who I am yeah. in this moment. And I just need, whether you my yeah. little cousin, my little nephew, or you the big homie, I just I just need to bear my soul and yeah. let you know I need help. Yeah. But right you know, our, our criminal justice system was designed for rehabilitation. But the way our society acts, we did never allow them to be fully rehabilitated. That's a problem if you have a system designed to get someone somewhere that they can never get to. That's mm. why we continue to have these issues. And then when we get them there, like in Florida, you have a governor that's rounding up people and locking them up just for registering to vote when they were told that they could. You mean to tell me the Secretary of State can't cross-reference names to make sure right people are on the roles that need to be there, yet you're going to go lock up somebody's grandmother and Governor DeSantis? You're going to brag about that? Shame on you, man. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure you got to go all the way to Florida. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Francis Johnson, chairman of the New Georgia Project and uh, former state president of the NAACP. And I can tell you for the last 25 years of my professional life, all we have been doing is fighting voter suppression right here in Georgia. Yes, sir. And despite all of that suppression, black men are still showing up to the polls. Yeah. Black men have something to say. say We've that. always had something to say and we're registering that at the polls this election year. And so thank, thanks to the Black Man Lab for convening this space. Hey, but listen, here's what we recognize. Sure. Is that it's the indigenous leadership, right? We didn't just put the logo on a flyer and then people came. Our elder, our brother, our Baba, he called us forward, right? And brothers responded. When he called, brothers answered. Right. Same thing that happened in Macon. Elder called, brothers came. Brother who put in the work and has been consistent about loving black men. Well, you mean right? putting the work? Putting think, in the work. I'm going to speak on some of us you know, younger people because I feel like work, that ain't even a thing to us no more. Because we done, we done got to this, with this little place or whatever where like, where easy money is the best money. It's like, well, uh, sir, you know you gotta work. You feel me? Your mama always gonna tell you, ain't nothing gonna be given to you. But I think we done, we done got into that mindset where now, oh, it gotta be given to us, so we gonna take it. But see, that's not how this world work, and I and it's just falling off slower and slower. So it's getting worse. Y'all don't have a, y'all don't have nothing to compare yourselves to. Yeah, you know, there's nothing that. One thing about if you look at the jungle, there's a thing called the law of nature, man. Yes, sir. You can't establish yourself as no lion unless you go through that process. And right now, we got a lot of cubs out here roaring like they lions. Like when I went to prison, 
you got these young guys, they go up that road, man, and they barking and, lying, and roaring out here. But when you get down there, you got a guy 6'5". Yes, sir. And you got to fight for five minutes versus 10 seconds out here. Yeah, yeah. It's a different atmosphere. Thus, it affects your mentality. I got stabbed 10 times when I was down there. Over $30 worth of soups and honey buns. But the thing is, that was traumatic for me. And, and the thing is, what I'm trying to convey to you, and I want you to understand, I hope you would take this back and give to your younger people that probably look up to you because you got the charisma. He does. You got the energy. Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let them know that there's a reality out there that's waiting on you to make the right decision to be in it. See, the positivity that y'all show, a lot of us young people, we don't get. So when y'all show it, it makes us feel something, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We don't feel nothing. We all out, we out here every day trying to find some way, somehow to make it somewhere or to, to make it to the next place, you know what I'm saying? But, to the next place? So, y'all know what I mean. Let me, no, 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 no. Here's the question. I, you know, this tour is black men got something to say, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And, and, and we heard brothers in this space. I want to ask y'all, I'm, I'm gonna start with you, brother Davis, cause I love your energy, man. I really yes, do. Yes. And and the beauty of your mom bringing you here and then she put you in the hands of the elder and said, y'all got him. And then she said, I'm going to drive and then I'll come back and get you. I want to ask you, with this election, obviously you too young to vote, but <laughs> around education, what do you want to see happen with education or what have you experienced that you'd like to see more of across Georgia? I'm going to be honest with you, Georgia itself, I just seen, you know, being in the school, just seeing different things like emotion. When I, I don't, I never would have thought school would have brought emotion into anything as a lesson, but it's slowly coming on and on, and which I feel like is a good thing. And I feel like as it used to be where people just get in trouble, but I could see like now it's just people want to see from other people's point of view. It's not just where you come from, make you, you know what I'm saying? You, why you why you just don't know it's a switch? You feel mm -hmm. me? Like, why you act like you always gotta be in that mode every day? You know what I'm saying? But when you get around y'all, that don't I don't feel like I gotta look across my back, you know, look over my shoulder every day. I'm just I'm y'all, y'all just gave me a, some kind of motivation and positivity that we don't get out here at all. But the school system I feel like is coming way better than it used to be. I, I think he's I think he's talking about the wraparound services that have been implemented through the school system, but that, that doesn't come um, by just not participating. It comes from supporting folks who will understand that the school uh, is, a, is a place where children may be able to get the kind of mental health, emotional health and support, dental, medical visits that they wouldn't get normally. And that, you, you need folks who care about that. So you definitely have to have the people who care about it. Like right now, if you look at our board of education here in Columbus, Georgia, we do not have not one black man on the board of education. And we have a nine member board. Who's there speaking for our young black boys? Who's there speaking from the direct experience of what they've gone through? Mm -hmm. When this brother spoke today in the black man lab, all of us listened. Mm -hmm. And he brought the point up that 
younger people just want somebody to listen sometimes. Society has shut out the voices of our young people, particularly young black boys. We rather incarcerate them based on third grade behavior than to actually give them the resources they need to be successful. Speaking of resources, the state of Georgia has cut over $5 billion from education over the last 10 years. How do we expect our people in the inner city and our young folks to keep up if we're constantly cutting education but giving tax breaks to yacht owners? That doesn't make sense. And, and, and that's why we saying black men got something to say. say. Yes. That we can't just be on the sidelines in this critical moment when they're going to make a decision in just a few days mm -hmm. about how this money gets split up. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's an okie doke now. Brian Kemp took money that he did not support in the in the federal relief response to COVID. Correct. And he, t he turned it into $350, uh, basically, debit cards to, yeah. uh, to further track and monetize black people's behavior. So they shouldn't get it twisted because they cut, stole, and borrowed from our children's future and then took money they never supported it in the first place and use it as a political gimmick. Well, Don't fall for the hype. Brother Johnson, when you put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. That's right. And just because he gave us a couple hundred dollars, what we gonna do with a couple hundred dollars? Uh, you can't turn nothing around in our community with that. Brothers, this has been powerful. We almost out of time, but we never would leave without you brothers telling us what you do very quickly on a daily basis in terms of habits, rituals, and disciplines. What do you do? If you get up, you pray, blah, blah, blah. Give it to us, because all around Georgia, black men are telling us what they do that allows them to be sane enough to come into this space. They wanted to steal our mind. They wanted to steal our bodies. But still, we came into the black man lab here in Columbus, Georgia. What got you here? Really quick. Let me tell you something I do. I, and I don't think I've really shared this with many people, but um, I have a six-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. And when my wife and my daughter get dressed in the morning, it's like a ritual for them, for the mother and daughter to be there together, helping each other prepare for the day. Mm -hmm. Well, I make sure that I don't, I am up and ready to walk them outside to the mm -hmm. car mm -hmm. every morning. I kiss my daughter. I tell her I love her. I tell her she's important. And I tell her she is a leader. And I kiss my wife. I say, baby, have a good day. If you have a problem, give me a call. It's important that I send both of them off each day, knowing that the man of their house loves them care for them and behind them 100%. Love it. I believe a thousand percent in affirmations, man. You know, mm. I get up before everybody in the house. I walk my house <laughs> and I bless it. Mm. And I'm always reminded. Bless the whole house. Yes, sir. My traumatic experience became my power source. Mm. I'm always reminded of where I come from. Statistically, I wasn't supposed to be here. No, sir. I was statistically, according to the numbers, I was not supposed to make it. And prison always reminds me where I am. I bought a house for my food truck. You know, a feeling with no college degree. So, you know, Come I get on, up bro. in the morning and I affirm that I'm solid and I have balance and that I am empowered by our ancestors. Yeah. I believe from the ground they still I speak. See. So I kiss my wife while they're asleep. Yes. I kiss my babies while they're asleep and I prepare my house and then I go to sleep and wake up with them and I get up and I pray. I wash my face. I anoint myself and sometimes I anoint my babies and my wife as yes, well. Sir. And I just really speak those affirmations because they cover not me, but my house and my children and my wife. Powerful, powerful. Young scholar, young scholar. Black men got something to say. And what we're saying is we got you. We're going to get you yeah. right. So we want you to know this, that we love you so much. Too much. That these brothers, yes. you'll never be without a black man supporting you in Columbus, Georgia ever again. <laughs> But I don't, don't want to be the only youngster for y'all to do that, though. I want everybody to feel that same positivity and love. So I want y'all to spread this around. Because it's not that we don't have enough, 
you know, um, recreations. We got enough of those, but right. it done got so hectic that we don't even want to go to those no more. You know what I'm saying? So I just want y'all to spread that positivity and protection and love. You know but I, mean? but I saw you in the lab. There was something that happened, and it happens to every, every situation you come into with another human being. You ask yourself an essential question: Can I trust you? And as you surveyed the room and you saw folks self-governing without a long set of rules, respecting each other, you said, I can trust them. Yes, and when you finally spoke, you spoke a truth. Yes. And so I'm grateful for that. Brothers, we thank y'all, man. Yeah. Can y'all give it up? Thank you. This is the Black Man Lab Afterflow, Columbus, Georgia, with these beautiful brothers. Thank yes, you. Sir.